It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. Great to have you in on Megaphone, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. A ton to get to. And it's great to have you in. Um, Tyler Boyd coming up in just a few minutes. My conversation with him as he looks like he makes his debut or will make his debut this week. Man, I really don't want to dive into the, the John Ross thing with Marvin again. And yet... As far as Bengals topics goes, I think that's the one you want to hear about the most. But I did that yesterday. So on yesterday's show, if you want my my take on some comments from Marvin Lewis and what he said about John Ross, you, you go back, listen to yesterday's podcast. I, I am going to do this, though. Boomer Esiason talked. He was on Bengals Game Plan on ESPN 1530 with Dan Hort and Dave Lapham. And Dave Lapham straight up asked him. He gave it a hypothetical and Boomer obviously watches the Bengals, so he knew exactly what he was talking about with John Ross. But here's Boomer Esiason's answer when Dave Lapham asked, hey, man, when a rookie does that, stops on his route as a quarterback, what goes through your mind? <laughs> you know, uh, rookies, you know, I played with Eddie Brown. He was like that a little bit. You know, they kind of take things for granted. And I played with uh, Wayne Corbett his first year in New York. I mean, that was uh, that was interesting, to say the least. And, you know, these are just part and parcel of the problems that you deal with on a daily basis with all sorts of rookies. You know, I remember when Andy Dalton was a rookie quarterback and, and how that affected everybody around him and how they had to support him. And it's easy to say, okay, you know, it's a rookie, it's his fault. You know, Ross made a mistake. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's what you're talking yeah, that's, about. So that's the, that's uh, yeah, the, yeah, so he, he made a mistake, and, you know, he'll learn from that mistake. That's, that's what your rookie season's all about. It's about learning who you are, you know, what the NFL is all about, how competitive it is, competitive it is each and every week. And if you don't bring, you know, what you need to bring every single Sunday, you're going to get your ass handed to you. So I think that's kind of where the Bengals are right now. It seems to me, you know, that they're, they're probably – is, is it, it's a combustible situation. There's no question about that. And uh, it's, you know, we got to wait until the end of the year gets here before decisions start being made. And, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with young players, you know, I remember it was Corey Dillon, his rookie year. And I, I can't tell you, Dave, how many times I said in the huddle, okay, we're going to run 76 out X shell across. You got number 57 in pass <laughs> protection. You right, got that? Right. And he was like, I got it. I got it. Then finally, after about, you know, two or three games, I kept saying to him, all right, you got number 57 in pass protection. Hey, will you shut up? I already got it. I know it. You know, so right. you always have to remind the rookie, and I'm sure it's frustrating, but Andy will continue to do what he's doing and try to be as good a leader as he possibly can. That's what Marvin could have said, right? That's what Marvin could have said. That's what Marvin could have felt. <laughs> rookies, rookies make mistakes. Hey, John, our receivers suck, and they're not getting any separation. So how about you get back out there and make sure you don't quit on your route next time. Let's go get him. Hey, Andy, coach him up on the field. Let's go. We need John Ross, the ninth pick, if we're going to win this game with our season on the line. We can't go to three and six. We got to get to four and five. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Instead, that didn't happen. Instead, John Ross played one more step. Instead, I felt the need to 
talk to John Ross one-on-one off the record yesterday. Instead, Marvin Lewis said this during his press conference. Well, he's had, you know, as I, you know, give you the, you guys asked for the John Ross update each day. Um, you know, if you count the number of weeks it's been, you know, I think it's been four now. Last week was four. Uh, where he's had a couple practices every week, three, you know, three, four. So to, to get acclimated. But, again, the thing that I told him, and uh, it was great because Andy was with him, was, was in the hall with him on Tuesday, that for Andy, against that coverage, to throw him that football, he should understand how the quarterback feels about him. And he expects him to be where he needs to be and that he let – you know, his teammates down, he let me down, he let Andy down, because cause maybe that ball's not supposed to go there in that coverage. But if you do it right and you run like you can run, that ball can go there and it can be a big play for us. You're right. It could have been a big play, Marvin. But you know who can't make big plays? John Ross when he's on the bench. John Ross, when you don't let him know, hey, I believe in you. Get your ass back out there make a play, because I know you can. That's all you had to do. And instead, Marvin takes that route of, oh, if you run like you can run, and Andy throws you the ball and throws confidence in you, well, then don't let me down, don't let Andy down, don't let everybody down. And by the way, Adam Schefter tweets that out. Like, that goes everywhere. Goes everywhere. Come on, Marv. Come on, Marvin. So, Marvin Lewis, I think about it more and more. And it, it really has, on this podcast, been the Marvin Lewis show. I, I tried not to... I tried not to make it that this week. Yesterday wasn't about Marvin Lewis, the, the show I had scheduled. Today, it just feels like that's the thing you guys want to hear, and I get it. I understand it because it's ridiculous. And the, the other comment that I have on this is simple. I'm not sure Marvin Lewis is the guy for this. And you're like, well, yeah, James, of course he's not. No, But w- what I mean by that, and, and Mo Egger Talk to me about it today on Cincy 360, which airs on ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati every day from noon to one. Pretty simple when it comes to Marvin Lewis. He doesn't like playing the young guys. He's done it at times. But even Carson Palmer took a year. Andy Dalton played because Carson, well, he retired and then they traded him. Like if Carson would have came back in training camp or came back week one, you know Carson would have started in Andy Dalton's rookie year. You know he would have made... He would have done what he had to do, and Marvin Lewis would have got him on the field. A.J. Green plays a lot as a rookie because they don't have anyone else. Chad's gone. Terrell's gone. All those guys are gone. Jordan Shipley gets hurt. Like, that's just how the Bengals are. That's how they work. They take their time. Like, think about it. Carl Lawson's playing, sure, but it's because there's no one else that's even close to as good as him. If Carl Lawson was just okay and they had an okay defensive end that was a veteran— the okay defensive end that's a veteran would be getting more time. It's just how it works. And so if you have a coach that isn't as good with young players, which based on what you heard from Marvin, I would say he's not as good with young players. He's not the guy for the job. They have a lot of young guys. They're going to get more in this year's draft. They're going to have 10 draft picks. They might even have a young quarterback if I get it my way. You need a new coach. It's that simple. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. The iHeartRadio app, LockedOnBengals.com is where every podcast goes daily. And Megaphone. It's new. It's Megaphone. Check it out uh, as well. That, those are the links I'll tweet out at James Erpine at LockedOnBengals. 
Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie, and when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different, and that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car That's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made the purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door, or you can go and pick it up from one of the coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy, ensuring that you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check it out, the nation's fastest growing auto retailer at Carvana.com, C-A-R-V-A-N-A.com, Carvana.com. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't want to do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Support for this podcast comes from The First One with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is The First One. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get in the industry, it's like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win, and the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. And so much more who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see a number one. Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go. And I mentioned my interview with Tyler Boyd, and I caught up with him 
because he practiced in full yesterday, like I said he would. Expected to practice in full today. Without any setbacks, he will be healthy enough to be active Sunday. And then you have a dilemma. Is it John Ross? Is it Cody Core? Is it Tyler Boyd? And odds are John Ross won't be active. Here's my one-on-one interview. If everybody's healthy, here's my one-on-one interview with Tyler Boyd. Tyler, I didn't realize this, but uh, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. How old are you? Big 23. 23 year. This is your Michael Jordan year. Yeah. Jinx. It's not it's not a LeBron year. That's it's Jordan. Jordan's still twenty three. Yeah, it's always started with Jordan. Well, it's a big week he was for first. Yeah, but uh it's another big week for me, you know, trying to get healthy and trying to get back on the field to help my team win. You know, that's the only thing I wanna do is get out there and win. We we talked about it uh, a little bit last week. Just the fact that you you hadn't really dealt with any leg injuries through your career. So what what has that process been like, kind of dealing with something you haven't dealt with before? Um, I think I uh, took care of it real good. You know, got the great guys in the training room to help me get through it. You know, it was hard for me to just go out there each week and just watch and not be able to help my team. I think that was the hardest part for me because I never went through an injury, never had to sit out this long. You know, but I'll shake back and, you know, I'll, I'll get everything back right in motion, be the player I've been being. Now, obviously, this Sunday, if, if you do come back and you are active, you're going up against Denver, which they're known for their corners, they're known for their man-to-man defense. What have you seen from them, and is that a challenge? Obviously, if you're active, you'll be ready for it, but is that a challenge you'll embrace coming back from injury? Definitely, you know, because uh, Harris last year was the best guy I felt at the nickel. You know, so I know I got to bring my A game. I got to be sharp to go out there and beat him consecutively, consistently, you know, to give myself opportunities for Andy to see me, you know, even if it's pressure or not. You know, I got to do my job. Just got to go out there and do my assignment. So this, 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 this week for me, if I go out there and play, there's pretty much no room for error. You know, I got to be – I got to come in here and, and stay on track just like all the other receivers. Is it – even though they're really good and really talented, knowing they're going to play man-to-man, is that kind of fun as a receiver, knowing, all right, it's me versus one guy, I beat him, the ball will probably be there for Andy? Definitely, you know, because at that point, any play you call, any time, you, you, you get a shot, I get the ball. You know, because in the zone, you call a certain route, you pretty much, you, you, you can be the guy to run in somebody's window to try to uh, bring the zone player to you to get the other player open, you know, but in man is just one-on-one. Whoever first get open, you know, pretty much get the chance. So I think that's, that's pretty much going to help us play fast and make everybody out there want to get open. In the Bengals locker room with Tyler Boyd, are you worried about the altitude at all affecting you? Did you play there in college, play in Colorado at all? Or? Uh, I never played there, but I feel like I'm in shape and going to preparize well to take on that surface atmosphere. You know, I'm going to make sure I hydrate and get enough fluids in me to the point where I don't get gas. You know, I don't even want that to be a factor in me going up there. You know, I look at it as another way game, play another way stadium. Just balling. Just playing. Now, recovering from the injury, you just mentioned in shape. How hard is it to stay in shape or get back in shape following a, a knee injury? That's probably the hardest to do, you know, because you need your legs to run and stay in shape. Yeah. You know, so I ain't really done nothing in three weeks. And when I did start running, I was hurt and, like, damn, winded. And it was just, you know, um, I just took a step by step. You know, I still felt like I wasn't dead or wasn't 
um, where I needed to be. You know, I just was just so super sore after I would, you know, run and things like that. You know, I was going to get back in football shape. So now that I think I got all the soreness and everything shaked out, you know, I think that this week would be a clean week for me. Tyler, I appreciate the time. I hope to see you out there this week. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, boss. And I think Tyler Boyd can help this team. I really do. I think that, and I was high on him before, and he'll probably, it's, that's the thing, man, is Marvin will probably, this is what he's going to do. John Ross will be active. They'll throw a deep ball and, like, we'll be going up against Chris Harris or Aqib Tlaib or Bradley Roby, like, one of those great corners, and he'll lose, and then Marvin will be like, see, I told you he's not ready. Man, those guys get the best of A.J. Green. Like, A.J. Green will get bested on Sunday. <laughs> so, like, if John Ross gets bested, I w- it's part of the game. It's part of it. But I do think it's intriguing, interesting, one-on-one. Uh, my receivers, and I'm going to go ahead and, and just spill the beans here on who who should be, who would be my receivers this week. They kept six active last week. I, they probably won't do that. But you got to go A.J. Green, Brandon LaFell, Tyler Boyd. And I'm serious about these. Tyler Boyd, John Ross, there's four. And this is going to be surprising, but I think I would go with Josh Malone. That would mean no Erickson, no Cody Core. And that's surprising for a lot of reasons if you're a Bengals fan. But we're talking about one-on-one, man-to-man coverage. And if Tyler Boyd's healthy, and Josh Malone certainly getting plenty of run, and we know that he can physically run, so can John Ross. Brandon LaFell's your veteran. And then you got a guy in A.J. Green, obviously. Like, those are the five. If you add a sixth, it would be Erickson. And that's fine. If there's room for a six, it's Erickson. So he can handle all of his special teams role, all those special teams duties. And that that's probably it. But to me, like, is Cody Core going to beat one of those guys? Like, John Ross, if you actually gave him a shot, he might make a play. Tyler Boyd has made plays. Cody Core, has he made plays? Erickson's made a couple plays. Sure, I get it. Is he beating one of those guys one-on-one? Maybe. Maybe. So that's why he's six. But those are the guys I, I'm rolling out there. I don't feel confident about Sunday's game at all. At all. And I know the, the Broncos have struggled on offense and Brock Osweiler starting and the special teams issues they've had. I just I think Von Miller and that defense and those corners are just going to eat up the Bengals. It's going to feel like the Jags. But it doesn't have to if A.J. Green's out there if they get Geo more involved, and if maybe they use John Ross, maybe they use Tyler Boyd, just a thought. I'm James Rapine. This is the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Tomorrow, well, tomorrow we'll be back at it. We'll be back at it with one more Lockdown Bengals podcast for this week. Next week, it's a holiday. We will get in as many podcasts as we can. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter, at James Rapine. At Locked on Bengals, subscribe on iTunes, Megaphone, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until tomorrow, when I'll give it a prediction, maybe I'll have a change of heart, maybe I'll get some information where I hear that John Ross is killing it and going to get a bunch of balls this week. Not likely. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to today's Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? 
Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.